Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 842, for Saturday, January 21st, 2023. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Down three to number 20, Cascadia, by Randy Flynn, published by Flat Out Games with 17,220. That is a decline of 2,711 views from last week, or 14%, and that is a common trend. As we continue to fall away from our first-of-the-year peaks, we're going to see a lot of double-digit declines. Down 4 to 19, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with 18,044. That's about 800 more than Cascadia, and a decline of 12%. Entering at number 18, Orc Quest, by Joanne Bugni and Thomas Malfroyd, published by Monolith, with 18,777, 733 more than Brass. After popping back into the top 10 for one week, down from 9 to 17, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 19,282, 505 more than Orc Quest, a decline of 18%. Number 17 is the lowest position Spirit Island has seen since the end of October of 2021, nearly 15 months ago. But uh, that large tumble... I mean, that's 18%. That's on the high end of the declines we're seeing. But really the problem for Spirit Island is just that there's a train of games between 9 and 17 that are only separated by less than 1,500 views. And it happens to fall at the caboose of that train. Repeating at number 16 for the third week in a row, Arkham Horror, the card game by Nate French and M.J. Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 19,543, 261 more than Spirit Island, a decline of just 4%, so bucking that trend. After popping into the top 10 for a week, down from 8 to 15, Endless Winter, by Stan Kordonsky, published by Fantasia Games, with 19,775, 232 more than Arkham Horror, a decline of 19%. Climbing 10 from 24 to 14, War of the Ring, the card game, by Ian Brody, published by Ares Games, with 19,966, 191 more than Endless Winter, a gain of 24%. After two weeks back in the top 10, at number 10, down 3 to 13, Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 20,381, 415 more than the War of the Ring card game, a decline of 9%, so on the low end of these games that are losing this week. Entering at number 12, Among Cultists, by Stefan Godot, published by Godot Games, with 20,498, just 117 more than Gloomhaven. The subtitle of Among Cultists is A Social Deduction Thriller. A big climb from number 19 up to number 11 
for Sleeping Gods by Ryan Lockett, published by Red Raven Games, with 20,577. 79, more than among cultists, a gain of 13% as it reaches its highest position since April 30th of last year, about nine months ago, when it was last in the top 10 at number 9. There are three games, new games, in the top 10 this time around. Falling out are from 10 to 13, Gloomhaven, 8 to 15, Endless Winter, 9 to 17, Spirit Island. Returning to number 10 after five months away, charting for the second time, Zoo Vadis by Reiner Knizia, published by Bitewing Games, with 20,654, just 77 more than Sleeping Gods. It's about 1,800 fewer than last week's number 10. Zoo Vadis is a re-implementation of Quo Vadis, released in 1991 and ranked within the top 3,000 on BoardGameGeek. That was a Roman-themed negotiation game, and with this version, that's been transplanted to a zoo. Back in the top 10 after just a week away, last week at number 12, this week back up 3 to 9, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 20,721. Just 67 more than Zoo Vadis and a decline of 4.2%, but because we're bunched so tightly right here, it's able to climb three spots. As I said, it's about 1,500 views separating Terraforming Mars at number 9 from Spirit Island at number 17, but it's even tighter between 9 and 13. The gap there is only about 340. This is the 230th week in the top 10 for Terraforming Mars. It becomes just the second game ever to reach that plateau. Down one for the second week in a row, from 6 to 7 to 8, Wingspan, by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 22,630, about 1,900 more than Terraforming Mars, a decline of 13%. Our second new entry, at number 7, returns after more than a year away. Horseless Carriage, by Joris Viersinga and Jeroen Duman, published by Splatterspellen, with 28,540. That's almost 6,000 more than Wingspan. The subtitle of Horseless Carriage is Dawn of the Automobile, and the setting for it has you creating new automobiles, roughly around the turn of the 20th century, and with some very different ideas, possibly. However, there are still no mechanisms. Well, I don't know if there is known, no mechanisms known. Uh, they're not published on the Board Game Geek page. But it's splatter spelling, right? So just go buy it. It'll be fine. It'll be good. Uh, repeating at number six for the second week, Dune Imperium by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 28,612, just 72, more than Horseless Carriage, a decline of 18%. Losing one spot for the second week in a row, from 3 to 4 to 5, Arc Nova, by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games, with 36,584, about 8,000 more than Dune, a decline of 17%. And another game, 
losing one spot for the second week in a row. From two to three to four, Eon Trespass, Odyssey, by Marcin Valnicki, published by Into the Unknown, with 37,215. 631 more than Arc Nova, a decline of 23%. So that is on the higher end of these double-digit declines. In fact, it's the highest in the top 20. Uh, meanwhile, bucking that trend, but still losing a spot from 2 to 3, Frosthaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephala Fair Games, with 49,925, almost 13,000 more than Eon Trespass, and a decline, but of only 1.4%. After three weeks at number one, stepping back a spot to number two, Heat by Asger Harding Granarud and Daniel Skilled Pedersen, published by Days of Wonder, with 52,139, just 2,200 more than Frosthaven, and also falling victim to the same thing afflicting so many other games this week, Heat is down 20%. So all of those games, the, four, the top four from last week, are slot into 2, 3, 4, 5 this week to make room for the debut at number one, Once Upon a Line by William Aubert and Dan Tovenot, published by Pert and Fracas, with 61,499, 9,400 more than Heat. The subtitle of Once Upon a Line is The Butterfly's Breath, and the board game Geek Blurb calls it, quote, the first scratch-off adventure game. Well, the setting is that you are stopping tragedies that threaten the balance of the universe, and it's a narrative game, but the mechanisms include a board on which you scratch off portions of it to uncover words which link to corresponding cards that continue you on your quest. It is currently on Kickstarter with a goal of approximately $32,000. The goal is in euros, and it's raised a little more than double that so far. For Saturday, January 21st, 2023.